project-based learning. The goal of an educator is for students to learn. For John Dewey, experience is right at the center of education. Anything that happens in the life of a learner is an experience, and what makes it educational is when that experience is connected to what is happening in the classroom. David Cobb, in 1984, designed a model of a learning cycle that begins with the learner having a concrete experience, reflective observation, abstract conceptualization, and active experimentation. Now, what is the role of a teacher but to be curators of this experience, as mentioned by Jay Roberts? For John Meta and Sarah Fine, in their search for how powerful learning experience can happen in American high schools, identified mastery, identity, and creativity as requirements for deep learning to take place, not just in school, but also in life. This brings me to Bob Lenz's knowing, doing, and reflecting. Doing includes inquiry, analysis, research, and creative expression, which is in line with Cobb's learning cycle and Maxine Green's vision of generating inquiry, imagination, and the creation of artworks by diverse people to awaken the minds and spirits of the students. Let us now look at three different examples of project-based learning and how they are able to produce deep learning for the students. The first example is Grayson Elementary School in Waterford, Michigan. They use the term Project PLACE, which stands for Project Approach to Literacy and Civic Engagement. They integrate literacy and social studies using project-based learning because they believe that it is a powerful tool to connect students with their communities. They notice that after one year, students using project-based learning scored higher in reading and social studies. Eleanor Duckworth recommends that teachers provide a setting that suggests wonderful ideas to children Aaron Phillips, a teacher in second grade, started his unit by taking his students on a field trip to Hawthorne Park, a place that is very close to the heart of children. The students are about to have a concrete experience of the park, as mentioned by Cobb in his learning cycle. It is also the start of students knowing about the park and possible problems that might exist. Their task was to look at the park and find its strengths and weaknesses. This is an example of a reflective observation. When the students went back to the classroom, they talked about what they noticed. Then, there was the abstract conceptualization where they identified problems that need to be fixed or improved on. When they were done, the teacher asked if they have any idea what they can do for the park. This is now leading to Cobb's active experimentation which falls under the concept of doing in Lenz's definition of success. The teacher asked if there was a way for the class to persuade the government to fix it, and that was when he introduced persuasive writing. The students learned how to write a proposal and how they did well because they knew they were writing for an audience that was outside of their school, somebody from their community. For Lenz, Meta, and Fine, having an audience outside of their school makes them feel that what they are doing is important, which contributes to deeper learning. They created posters for the different departments in the government. They prepared a PowerPoint presentation and invited the city councilor. On the day of the presentation, the city councillor came, the students presented their data and existing problems, and the city councillor acted on them. This is an example of creativity that Meta and Fine identified as being one of the three virtues in learning, where there was a collaboration among students on how to solve real-life problems. Afterwards, the students felt proud of themselves. They reflected on what they did and how they were able to contribute and help their community. They had a voice and it was heard. They solved real-life problems and made a difference. The role of the teacher was to guide and facilitate their learning, not necessarily giving out the answers or solutions in the problems. 
When the teacher was asking questions, it was to assist the students in their learning by trying to connect one idea to another. While this is happening, their understanding of the world is widened, as explained by Duckworth. Every lesson was connected to what they were doing, which led to achieving their academic goal for that unit. Experience, which was emphasized by both Dewey and Duckworth, was definitely right at the center of students' learning. The second example is Charles R. Drew Charter School in Atlanta, Georgia, which is a STEAM school that uses project-based learning as their primary instructional strategy. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math. They believe that the careers that will be available when they graduate will be skills in the STEAM fields. This connects to what Rosenstock, Lenz, and Duckworth said about preparing students for the skills needed in the 21st century. In Charles R. Drew's school, the teachers, instead of teaching skills and disciplines in isolation, collaborate and work together so that their students will be able to make connections between disciplines. To prepare for Atlanta's next major snowstorm, which is a big deal in their city, the third graders explored heat through project-based learning. They thought of a problem that could be solved by using heat. The teachers, as curators of experience, were learning alongside the students. The students did their research. The teacher invited some community members to share their stories, which, is, which was an experience for the students. The students felt the urge to do something about the problem of helping the Atlantans better prepare if in case it happens again. The students were seen collaborating naturally to solve problems, not just the ones presented to them, but more importantly, problems that they face every day. This shows how students have developed their collaboration and problem-solving skills, which Met and Fine identified as important in achieving deeper academic skills. I found the third example to be interesting because it involves not just a classroom, not just a school, but the whole district in Danville, Kentucky. The school district wants to use project-based learning in all of its schools and spend less time teaching for testing. They believe that this will result to what they believe as deeper learning. For the whole district to adapt to this kind of teaching and learning, change needs to happen in the classrooms, among students, teachers, parents, and everyone else that are involved in the school. Green talked about having the freedom to change the conditions that will result to new beginnings and new actions if they would like to improve the learning of their students. Meta and Fine said that if the system is not oriented toward deeper learning, then the, then the system needs to change. The school would like to prepare their students to take on leadership positions and realize that it is not going to happen if they are just knowing facts and information. Teachers need to learn new ways of teaching. Students must adapt to new ways of learning. Parents agree that they want better for their children. They want their children to do great in their state tests, but more importantly, they want their children to succeed after college. In preschool, students learned about science, about germs, by putting glitters on their hands and shaking hands with their classmates, they saw and experienced for themselves how germs are passed on from one person to another. They also realized how washing hands need to be done properly so that it removes the germs from their hands. Teaching them a lesson in a fun way is important because that is what they will remember for a long time. In middle years, students were learning debate and argument. They were questioning each other's thoughts. Duckworth said that by doing so, this contributes to greater learning among students. In another class, there was a student who was learning how to make and design a rocket because that is what he wanted to do. There is identity that Meta and Fine talked about. He is still reflecting on whether he wants to become an engineer. 
He learned math equations and had inquiries, which is the start of learning, that led him to research for the answers. As mentioned by Lenz, students need to be advocates of their own learning. The teacher's role was just to guide him. This developed students' problem-solving skills, which is a life skill. In high school, students in grade 11 and 10 were creating city layouts, and in the process, they were also learning basic geometry. They are strongly encouraged to look for real-world application in math. Teachers find this a lot better to be able to demonstrate learning through visuals because it shows how much the students understand the concept rather than taking a multiple-choice test. It takes a lot of time for kids to discover something, and that is why less is more, according to Roberts. One might not be able to cover all the content in the curriculum, but is able to cover a topic in depth. This clearly shows how Danville prefers deepness in learning more than rushing through the whole curriculum. Unfortunately, 40% of their teachers left the school district because they feel that it is not for them. Also, in terms of state tests, they were scoring below the state average, but that will not stop them from implementing a project-based learning approach. Students are expected to work in teams, which is collaboration, communicate effectively, and learn to think critically, which are all part of Lens knowing, doing, and reflecting. My observation, based on the three examples that I gave, is that project-based learning seemed to work well with earlier years in terms of increasing their grades. Apparently, it was not the same in high school in terms of state tests. I agree with in-depth learning more than teaching for state tests, which is supposed to be an indicator of whether the students are ready for college or not. But do state tests really measure what students know and can do overall? As an early years teacher, I am looking forward to knowing more about project-based learning and being able to use it to create deeper learning for my students. During the remote learning in March 2020, I heard about the concept of a big idea from Mr. Henderson, and that was how I approached my teaching. I thought that because of the pandemic that was very new to most people around the world and that it was also the cause of why we could not attend school in class, it would be a good idea to learn more about it. In that big idea of COVID-19, we were able to cover science, math, ELA, social studies, arts, and mental health.